I'm Jameson Boa. And I'm Larkin Doris, and this podcast is on the 19th Amendment. The start of feminism in America. Let's talk about it. The 19th Amendment in the begin- is the beginning of empowerment and equality for women. This fight for equality is now known as feminism. Feminism is the fight for the advocacy of equal rights for women to have as political, social, and economic equality to men. Yes, I'd be happy to tell you all about the 19th Amendment. The 19th Amendment was created to give women equal rights. They felt like they should have the right to vote like any other man. The idea of equality became between men and women came forth during World War I, when most of the men were called off to serve in the military, leaving the work behind for the women to fill. Women of America took these jobs head-on until the men returned back from the war. American women were not going to be mistreated. The perception of this movement was thereon women pressed on to their independence rights, which consequently led to the 19th Amendment. We will look at a picture sent from Grace Collins, and we will elaborate upon it to see what these women did to make their voices heard. They first started off by standing quietly with fence post signs in front of the White House. They soon after moved to pro- their protest to the streets. The picture we are looking at right now shows the argumenting women confidence. We see them marching down the street with flags and a large banner that reads, Equal Jobs and Educational Opportunities. These women were fighting for equal opportunities such as employment and education. These topics were important for them to fight for because these things have been deprived from women for centuries, mainly because women didn't, men didn't think they could handle it. Before this movement, women oftentimes experienced preliminary school and right before they reached higher education, such as high school or college, they'd be pulled out of school so they could learn how to maintain a domestic living or so their male siblings could go to high school or college. Women fought for their jobs so that they could become more independent upon themselves rather than on men. This protest was called the Women's Strike for Equality, and it took place in 1970. This strike was led by Betty Friedan and sponsored by the National Organization for Women. According to the Time magazine, they were requesting free abortion on demand, equal opportunity in employment and in education, and the establishment of 24-hour child care centers. These were important requests for women because it protects them from being taken advantage of in the business world. This proved to men that a woman could start their own business. Little Ian asked, Can you tell us what women were doing before this point in history and why they didn't possess a larger role? Prior to World War I, women took care of the domestic matters. They were expected to do the cooking, cleaning, and comforting and caring for children for the men of the household. In prior history, women were seen as prized possessions, and men tried to pamper them the best they could, especially in the upper class. Prized wives were supposedly meant to be seen and not heard. Men have always been seen as a dominant sex, because they were the ones who worked and provided for their family. Well, not all women. Some women were forced to marry, and some were only seen as the baby makers of the family. As the class of the women became higher, the treatment of the woman became better. For the last question from Hoyt Griffith Strain III, class has popped up in our conversations a few times 
Now can you explain the differences between the roles of women in different social classes? Class defines the way people live. This also affected the way women were treated. For example, the women in the lower class were expected to do everything. The cooking, the cleaning, taking care of the children, etc. The middle class didn't have it much better, but the women in the upper class had it much better than the rest. Well, at least for women. The higher class families usually had a maid or in servants, and sometimes even a nanny. That meant the wife didn't have to do the cooking or the cleaning, and sometimes not even care for the children. Women of the upper class also had the advantage of being able to have a small chance of speaking in public. But even when they did, their ideas and thoughts were twisted by the men all around them. We thank you for your questions and participation. We hope that we have answered them well. And with that, we're signing off. See you next time.